Hello, welcome to the third episode of Infinite Basketball. I'm your host, Alex. Hope you guys enjoyed the last episode. Here's your third episode of Infinite Basketball. So, today, first thing we're going to talk about is I'm going to tell you my MVPs for the second round of the playoffs, who I think played the best in those series. Then I'm going to tell you my predictions for the conference finals and who will make it to the championship. And then we're going to go back to the to the 2012 conference finals where the Heat played the Celtics like they are this year. And I'm going to tell you some stats from that series. So first, recapping the semifinals. Um, so the first matchup, Celtics versus the Raptors. Now this game went to a game seven. So this game was very exciting. I actually watched a little bit of that. It was it was very close from what I watched. I watched about the first quarter. I think a little bit of the yeah. I watched the second a little bit, not the whole thing though. And so it was pretty close. The Raptors were winning. Now this one, I got my first one incorrect that I predicted. The Celtics won by five points. Very, it's a close game from so from after I watched the game or watched the. First and a little bit of the second, they they came back a little bit there. So Jason Tatum played a great game with 25 points, 12 rebounds, and I believe seven assists. So and his idol uh, Kobe is the last guy to do that in a game seven. So Jason Tatum played very well in that one, and then Jalen Brown played a pretty good series, but he wasn't consistent. He he played pretty good in game seven. He missed, when I watched, he missed some threes that he would normally make. And yeah, so he missed some threes he normally made. I believe he still scored 31 points. So he, so he played all right, but I still, I still think he should have made some more of those threes. So my finals MVP of the series is Jason Tatum, mainly because he was pretty consistent throughout the series. Now, Jalen Brown did pretty good, too. You could debate that he was the finals MVP, but you know what it matters most. Jason Tatum is who they relied on, so, and, and he sure did deliver. He, he got them the win. Now, the Raptors, on the other hand, this was a pretty crazy series for them. They lost the first two games, and then OG Ananobi, he made the game winner in game three, game winning three. Now, this was a great three. If you have not seen it, you should see this three-pointer. There was, I believe, less than a second on the clock. And they pass it, and Kyle Lowry passes the ball in, and he just he just shoots it right when he gets it, and he makes it. I mean, it's a great three, and it saves them from being down 3-0. to oh. That's probably the reason they went to a game seven was because of that three, or else they probably would have won one or two games, but then the Celtics would have probably won. So. So great three by him, and he's the reason they were they were here. But he, but he didn't have like a monster series other than that three. So um, plus he wasn't on the winning team. So I'm naming Jason Tatum Finals MVP. And so they advanced to the conference finals and faced the Heat. And so I went with the upset, the Heat, when they played the Bucks, and I was right. The Heat beat the Bucks four to one. And 
And Jimmy Butler did a great job on Giannis. And I think Jay Crowder might have guarded him some. He also did a good job. Now, of course, they didn't, like, stop him. But they did They did all right guarding him. They did enough so that they didn't win. So I congratulate Jimmy Butler to that. Now, he wasn't the only key that had an offense. One game, I remember he scored around 40 points, which is great. And Jimmy Butler's just been the leader of this Miami Heat team. And he has just played phenomenal. I mean, this is probably one of his best seasons of his career. And I just have a lot of faith in the Heat. I think they're playing really well at a high level right now. And they're beating some really good teams, too. Beat the Pacers in the first round, which I really expected that to be close. But no, 4 no sweep. So I give Jimmy Butler the finals MVP for this one. Because it was great defense on Giannis, and he exploded on offense a few games. Well, one one game with 40, and then he had some other all-right games in offense. So I'm going to give Jimmy finals MVP. He's part of the reason they won. If he wasn't there, and Jay Crowder is also a very important player. I mean, he, he, he drained some threes that, yeah, he drained a lot of threes, but – you know, he played really well, too. But I'm giving that to Jimmy. And so then the Western Conference, yesterday the Lakers beat the Rockets 4-1. to Lakers have been playing at a really high level right now. Um, so the Rockets won the first game, and then the Lakers won the next four, exactly what they did to the Trailblazers. So the Lakers, what they – now, I watched a lot of this series um, – I watched, I think there's, I maybe only missed like one or two games of the series, but I didn't watch the whole game when I did watch. I just watched like till half or something. And so, yeah, they were, they were playing great defense out there other than the first game. The first game, first game, I think what they do is they just like to figure out what the team likes to do. And then they seem to figure it out after that eight and no combined in the first two rounds after the first game for them. So LeBron played played really well this this series, which I expected him to because they didn't really have someone to match up with him. They do have some good post defenders, though. Now, you guys might not believe this, but James Harden is actually a pretty good po- post defender. He, guard, he, he was on Anthony Davis a few times. Now, I didn't really think James Harden was a great defender before this series. I mean, he, he isn't top-notch, but he's, but he's getting better as a post defender on – Anthony Davis, but oh my gosh, Anthony Davis was just phenomenal again. He's going to be a big key in the Western Conference Finals for who, for whoever they face, the Clippers or the Nuggets. Um, this was just a great, another great series for Anthony Davis. But I'm going to give the Finals MVP. I mean, not Finals MVP, Series MVP to LeBron James. I think he he was. Now I think he did have one game where he didn't play very well. But I thought this series, I, I had to give it to him over Anthony Davis. Um, I think this was a very good one for LeBron. He made some threes in the last game. He's three of eight for three, which is all right. He made three of eight. And he had some very good layups. And you know how he gets he gets to the rim. It seems like so easy for him, but it's it's really hard. It's a lot harder than it looks. So I'm giving that one to LeBron. Very good series for him. Now, 
And so then the next series, so they will advance to the conference finals. Next series, Clippers versus Nuggets. Now, this series is actually not over yet. But um, so far, the Clippers are beating the Nuggets 3-2. to two. They have a game at 1 today. Um, and so if the Clippers win that game, then they will face the Lakers in the conference finals. If not, then they will face the Nuggets. And, oh, my gosh, it'll just it, that would just be so crazy if the Nuggets – beat the Clippers too. That means they've won two straight series, one being down three to one. That that would just be phenomenal if the if the Nuggets came back and won. Even if they forced a game seven, I mean that's just great against Kawhi and the Clippers. And and Paul George has been very inconsistent, which is hurting which is hurting the Clippers a little bit, especially if they go to the Western Conference finals. So that that will hurt if Paul George Paul George has to stay consistent. Uh, he has to get on track, and that's going to be one of their keys to beating the Nuggets. But so far, the Finals MVP goes to Kawhi Leonard. He's he's been one of the best players in the playoffs so far. If he wasn't playing this well, I believe the Nuggets could have maybe won like one more game or so. So because everyone else is not really on track, Lou Williams hasn't been playing very well, and. Um, Paul George has not been playing the best. I mean, he's been, he's had some good games, but he hasn't been consistent. But Kawhi is the guy who has kept them alive. So Kawhi Leonard is my finals MVP for this one. Um, he has had some really great games. You should you should watch him. He's a great player. And so those are those are the recaps of that of that series and my finals MVPs. So next thing we will talk about after a short break, we will talk about my predictions for the what for the conference finals after a short break. Okay, we're back. So a little short break for you guys. So now my predictions on the Western or Western and Eastern, so conference finals for both conferences. And so the so the Celtics will face the Heat and the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, like I said before the break, the, the Celtics went in the game seven and beat the Raptors. And so the Heat have had a nice break and they will play on Tuesday will be game one of the series. So the Heat have had a lot of time to rest for this matchup. They have had, I believe, a week it will be on Tuesday since they played last. So they do have a great coach who, who once coached LeBron. He was He's a very good coach who has probably definitely been planning for this series coming up. So, so the Heat will be ready. And the Celtics, on the other hand, only don't have a very they don't have many days to as many days as the Heat to plan, but that's because they took more games to win. And so they will face the Heat. And so my prediction. So first, like I like to do sometimes, I like to look at the matchups. So now Gordon Hayward, just so you guys know, might return from the series. And that can that could be a difference maker. But let's look at the point guard matchup. So we have Goran Dragic versus Kemba Walker. 
Now, Kemba Walker played all right versus the Raptors, kind of like how Paul George has been playing. He had some bad games, but he but he had some games where he was very helpful. So Drogic is going to be on him, and I have just loved how Drogic is playing right now. I think he's playing great, and um, I believe Drogic will win this matchup, maybe not because of his defense, but just because of the amount of points he will score some games. I think they will cancel out Walker a lot. So, And, again, Kemba Walker hasn't been in a lot of these moments because when he was with the Hornets, I mean, he didn't get many chances in the playoffs. So, so I'm going with Drogic on this matchup. And so then if Gordon Hayward returns – he will be guarding most likely most likely Duncan Robinson. So Duncan Robinson is a three-point threat. But other than that, he isn't much. So and I think if Hayward returns, he will win this matchup. Because Hayward, I'm pretty sure this season he's averaging around 17, 18 points a game. So that's really good. And so that definitely out outdoes Duncan Robinson because yeah, pretty much what he shoots are threes. And the Celtics defense is pretty good. And I'm pretty sure I saw a few times where they've stopped Duncan on the threes. So so I think if Hayward returns, well, he, he will win this matchup. But if not, Marcus Smart will be guarding Duncan Robinson. And he is a very – he's very aggressive on defense. So he also has – he's also capable of stopping Duncan Robinson. So – I think whoever on the Celtics is going to guard him, I think is going to win that matchup. But they're going to have to be careful. Duncan Robinson can be very dangerous from three. And so then the small forward matchup will probably probably be Jimmy Butler versus Jason Tatum, but it could be Jay Crowder. Now, well, or it, it could even be Jalen Brown there. So let's So let's say if Jalen Brown is at the small forward, and then if either – either Jay Crowder or Jimmy Butler is guarding him or yeah and Jalen's guarding them so so both of those heat players Jimmy Butler and Jay Crowder are very good at defense and if you want proof just look back when they guarded limited Giannis now again you you have to remember if you do go back and watch a little bit of that 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 Giannis is like the MVP this season so like um got to remember that he's a very good player so they didn't shut him down but there were some but they definitely limited him and stopped him from scoring and another thing they did was they dared him to shoot threes now and that helped for them but they can't dare Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to shoot threes they're knocked down three-point shooters so you got to watch out on that and another thing Jalen Brown is a good defender so got to watch out for that now I think Jay Crowder will definitely limit these players, but if he's on Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown's definitely going to win his matchup, I think. He plays – I mean, I'm very impressed with Jalen Brown and how he's improved this season. He could, he can now score the ball, and he, and he passes a lot more than he used to. He used to just shoot all the time. But now he passes. He's a team player now. He's, he's, he's all right at getting rebounds. So he's a very good player right now. So watch out for Jalen Brown. He's also a pretty good post-up defender. So watch out for him, and I think he will win his matchup if Jay Crowder is guarding him. Now let's say it's Jason Tatum on Jimmy Butler. Uh, now Jason Tatum has get, gotten a little bit better at defense, I think. And Jimmy Butler has been pretty good at defense for a while. Uh, 
he's really good at defense. Um, well, he definitely has this season, anyways, and he has he's capable of doing this to Jason Tatum, like limiting him. And if he can limit Giannis, then he can limit Jason Tatum. I mean, it's a lot harder to stop Giannis than it is to Jason Tatum. So Jason Tatum may struggle this series, but again, it's not for sure. I said that I said that he'd struggle versus the Raptors, but he played very well. So I might be underwriting Jason Tatum a little bit, but I still think Jimmy Butler will win this matchup. Um, now the center matchup. Um, we have Bam Adebayo for the Heat, and then uh, for the Celtics, we have Daniel, I'm not sure how to say his last name, but so they will be the center matchup. Now I'm expecting Bam Adebayo to control the boards of the series. Now, um, yes, yeah, so he's been playing very well, and I think that he can outdo Daniel, and he's he's been playing really well. And for, Daniel hasn't been playing the best. And I think definitely in the draft, that's what the Celtics would be focused on, getting a getting a quality center. Now this is why I'm not a huge fan of the Celtics for their not for their not having like a great center. Now that's so I think that's going to trouble them. Now then again, you got if you think back to the Warriors, with their great teams, they didn't have a great center. So in other words, you have to have a great team. A great team and really great players to to not have a good center. Center matters a lot. Now there has been some great teams that have a great center. For example, in today's game, you got Kawhi and Paul George. They don't have a great center. And then if you look back, some Michael Jordan's years, they didn't have a great center. What people call their best, like one of their best years, um, I think it was 1995, 1996. Michael Jordan, he didn't have a great, great center that they could rely on. Now, he was so good that they didn't exactly need that. Um, but that's that's my point, that you don't – that it's really hard not to have a great center. You have to have great players. So so the Heat have the – the Heat also have the deeper team. You got to remember that too. So in my opinion, the Heat will win this matchup. The – the Celtics, the Celtics are gonna have to play their starters a lot of minutes because the Heat have other players they can rely on. They have Andre Iguodala, who's a very good defender, and they also have yes, they have some quality bench players too. They have Kendrick Nunn, who was a starter for some of the year for the Heat, and they have Tyler Harrow, but he may struggle the series of Marcus Smart's on the bench. So the Heat don't. I mean, the Celtics don't have a lot of bench players they can rely on, so their starters are going to have to play heavy minutes. <clears throat> and then again, Jason Tatum may struggle, struggle, and they can throw a lot of players at Jason Tatum and get him a little bit confused. They can put, they can maybe put Iguodala on him. They can put Jay Crowder on him, Jimmy Butler. <clears throat> so I think it's going to be the Heat who win this matchup. Now again, don't forget the Celtics' defense. Their defense is all right. So, so just watch out for that. But again. It, a lot of the post-ups, if they do a lot of post-ups, that's probably not a great idea. Jalen Brown's a very good post-up defender. So that's what I think. I think the Heat will advance the NBA Finals. Congratulations to the Heat. <clears throat> and now the Western Conference. We have <clears throat> the Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals. They will either face the Nuggets or the Clippers. 
Now, now I'm going to look at both points of view. I'll start with the Nuggets. If they face the Nuggets, the Nuggets do have a deep team. First of all, it would just be one of the most crazy things in basketball I've ever seen if the Nuggets make it make it this far. That means they've won two straight series being down 3-1. to one. So you have to be scared of them if they make it, if they even make it. So you have to be scared of the Nuggets if that's the case. So I think that the Lakers may be able to trap Jamal Murray like they did the James Harden. They got some easy steals off of that. And LeBron made some good plays off of that too, where he he was guarding one of the wings, like one of the forwards, and then and then just came right to the center one time where Russell Westbrook was. And then one of the announcers was like, that's a Deion Sanders play. Um, so, yes, so that play that might be valuable to the Lakers to trap Jamal Murray. And so that will that would be a key for the Lakers to go to the finals. Now, good side for the Nuggets is they have Jamal Murray, who is playing well, and then they have – well, he hasn't played the best versus the Clippers, but he's had some decent games. And then Nikola Jokic has played very well, and he will be scary if he ends up versus the – versus the Clippers. Now, if the if the Nuggets do end up winning two straight games versus the Clippers, then we're going to have to see who that difference maker is. But I'm expecting it to either be – it's probably going to be Jokic if it is anyone, but it could be Jamal Murray too. <clears throat> so that will be the Nuggets-Lakers. And so the, the Lakers also have some playmakers on defense too. They have – they have um, – Oh well, I mean bench defense. They have, they have Rondo. They have Kuzma. They have some players that are good on the bench. Now people have said the Lakers' defense isn't really deep, or te- like bench team, not defense. Um, now I don't. I mean they do have some good players on the bench. I wouldn't say. It, I definitely wouldn't say it's it's as deep as the Clippers for sure because the Clippers have to 18 average point per game scores on their team. So I, it's definitely not as deep as that. They don't have anyone really close to that. But playoff Rondo is going to have to play really well in the conference finals, whoever they face. He's going to have to be a playmaker. He's going to have to do very good. And Marcus Morris, I think, is going to have to catch fire. So I think that the Lakers – could beat the Nuggets and go to the NBA Finals. Now, that's if the Nuggets win two straight games versus the Clippers. So, that, I think, will be the Lakers advancing to the Finals if that's the case. So, congratulations to them if that happens. So, next, this is the matchup everyone's waiting for. I'm sure people want the Clippers to win. Clippers is who I predicted to beat the Nuggets. If they face the Lakers, it's going to be really close. I mean. I had a hard time predicting this one. So, if you look, I'll go over the matchups with you guys. So, point guard, we have Matavius Caldwell Pope on Patrick Beverly. Now, Patrick Beverly plays good defense, and um, Pope is a, is a good three point shooter who can be who could be very helpful whenever LeBron's attacking and then gets doubled or whatever, and then he just passes it out. He's very helpful when that kind of situation is happening. So, now this one can go either way. Now, now Patrick Beverly has played 
Now, from what Jamal Murray's – how he's been playing, and since it's a point guard matchup, pretty sure that Beverly has been doing a good job on Jamal Murray. So he can – so he's capable of doing that to Pope, and I think Patrick Beverly is a great player. He'll be very valuable, and I think he will win this matchup versus him. I think he's more reliable than Pope right now. You can't always rely on him to make threes and whatever. And so then Danny Green and Paul George. Now, obviously Paul George wins this matchup, but but not as obvious as it would be if Paul George was consistent right now. Now, if Paul George doesn't get it together, I mean, it's going to be a hard time in the with the Clippers in this conference finals. Now, Danny Green's going to be on him, and he plays all right defense, so he can so he can already make George frustrated a little bit. Now George is a lot stronger and bigger than than Danny Green, so a little bit of a mismatch there. But Danny Green can at least make him a little bit frustrated. <clears throat> so then I have George winning that matchup versus Green, and then we have Kawhi Leonard and LeBron. This is what the matchup everyone's going to be watching. Kawhi and LeBron. I mean, that's just a great matchup. They have been two of the top playoff performers this year. They have played, I mean, superb, very good. So, so Kawhi Leonard has been just on fire right now. And I think for LeBron to win this matchup, he's going to have to focus a lot on this defense. Normally, or sometimes I've seen versus the Rockets and the Trailblazers, LeBron doesn't play the, the greatest defense that he could to save his energy for offense, I'm guessing. But he has made some good steals and some good blocks. So, um, so, so hopefully, LeBron, hopefully for the Lakers that LeBron gets on his game on defense. And um, and now this is going to be tough for the Lakers because they run a lot of things through the LeBron. They they run a lot of plays. So, so LeBron's going to have to to do good versus Kawhi, and he's. He's just gonna have to. Hmm, he's gonna have to really fight for that one. <laughs> um, so so far, I have Kawhi winning this matchup, but I definitely think LeBron is capable of winning this matchup. So and then the power forward, we're probably gonna have Anthony Davis on Marcus Morris. And um, here's a fact for you guys: the the Morris brothers are actually facing off against each other. Marcus Morris is on the Clippers, and McCreef Morris is on the Lakers. So that will be fun to watch. And so Anthony Davis will likely be on Marcus. Um, now, now he can play some good defense, but I think Anthony Davis is still going to win this matchup. He played against great post-up defenders of the Rockets. He played against P.J. Tucker, who was, who was doing very well, but he was just getting frustrated out there. One of the one of the top post defenders getting frustrated against Anthony Davis. That tells that no one can really stop Anthony Davis right now. So I think Anthony Davis will win this matchup, and he's going to have to explode for the Lakers. He's going to have to play great. And, <clears throat> yeah, so he's going to have to play great. And he has played great versus the Clippers this year. So just watch out for him. He will be a difference maker in this series. And so next we got we got Zubach against JaVale McGee. 
So this matchup shouldn't be, like, too exciting. Neither of these players are, like, top-notch for their position. So so this one could go either way. This one really depends on how the other players set them up, more like. So this matchup should be should be about even, but Zubac has played all right lately. So that's what I think for the centers. And so then the bench. Now Lou Williams is kind of like in a Paul George situation. He's got to he's got to start playing better for the Clippers to to keep advancing and go to the finals. So he's going to have to play better. He's not playing well right now. Now. So just watch out for him. And Montrez Harrell has been playing very well. He won six man of the year award. So watch out for him too. He's he's going to be a big key. And so so he will be a big key on defense, probably Dwight Howard guarding him. Um, now the Lakers will have Rondo on defense. So the bench is, if Williams doesn't play, if he doesn't get his act together, don't play very well. The benches are actually about even because um, – because Williams provides normally around 18 points per game for them. But now he's doing, like, nothing for the for the Clippers. So um, so that really evens out the benches a lot. And so this, these ma- this matchup is just so close if this happens. But I am going to go with the Clippers. I think they will win this matchup. I think Kawhi Leonard is going to have to – is going to have – is going to have a lot of trouble on LeBron, but – but I think Kawhi can get through it. Um, and then Paul George is going to have to get more consistent for one thing. Um, but I think the I think if Lou Williams gets it together and the Clippers win, now, now there is – this is how the Lakers can win this series. If, if Paul George is not consistent, if he doesn't play well like every game, if he doesn't play well every game, that's one thing that can go wrong for the Clippers. And if Anthony Davis explodes, that's another thing. And and you're going to have to have LeBron playing decent defense against Kawhi. So those are the three things that I'm pretty sure that is going to happen. Those are not going to happen, but for the Lakers to win, those three things are going to have to happen. Now... Maybe a few of those can happen, maybe not one, but I think but I think that those are the ways the Lakers can win. So I definitely think the Lakers are capable of beating the Clippers. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, these this matchup is just so close. You just gotta go. You just gotta go with one. So I'm predicting the Heat versus the Clippers in the NBA finals. But then again, it's but but don't get me wrong, I definitely think the it could be Lakers versus Heat. So, after another short break, I we will talk about Heat. We'll talk about the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals where the Heat played the Celtics, and I wrote down some stats for you guys to to tell you guys just for fun to see what happened the last time these two teams played. After a short break, see you in a minute. All right, so last part of this pod, episode three from the basketball. So go back, go going back to 2012. You know, I thought this would be interesting to talk about. Um, so 2012 Heat versus Celtics. 
Now, Rondo for the Lakers, he was on the Celtics. He used to play for the Celtics. And so 2012 Eastern Conference Finals, he was on the Celtics. And LeBron was on the Heat. So this was... So this is interesting to talk about because they're they're both now in the Western Conference, in the Conference Finals as both in the Lakers. So the Heat ended up winning the series for one. They won the first two games of the series, and then the Celtics won three straight, and then the last two. Now some other key players in the series: Dwayne Wade was also on the Heat. Um, Kevin Garnett was with the Celtics. Paul Pierce was with the Celtics, and Ray Allen was with the Celtics. Those are some key players. And so the Heat actually also ended up winning the championship this this that year too. They played Kevin Durant and they also played Russell Westbrook and James Harden, who just got knocked out by LeBron. So those those two guys were also with the Thunder. So you can see a little bit of a re- relationship what's going on in today's NBA 8 years later from this. So so this was a very interesting series. It went to Game 7. Now the score in Game 7 was 101-88, to 88, Heat 1. So, and I wrote down some stats for you guys. Um, so Rondo in the series, now I haven't really seen Rondo play much other than with the Lakers. Um, now he, in this series, averaged 21 points, 7 rebounds, and 11 assists. And so that you can tell is playoff Rondo. In one game, he actually scored 44 points. He also averaged just about two steals per game. So Rondo was very valuable for the Celtics when he was with them. And so Kevin Garnett, um, in 2008, won his first championship with the Celtics. And this series, he also played very well with 19 points, nine, nine rebounds with the his main stats. He also had 1.4 blocks. So the Celtics... Again, they they just had they had a great team this year, but LeBron and Dwayne Wade just played really well too. And LeBron this series, he averaged 33 points, 11 rebounds, 3.4 assists, and one steals, about one steals and one block, a little bit over though. And so LeBron played very well this series, and you could tell he played all right in the defensive end too with one steal and one block. And Dwayne Wade, this series, averaged 21 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 1.4 steals, 1.4 block. So, this was... So, yes, the Heat had a great team this year. But they were expected to win the championship versus the Thunder. The Thunder had players that were that were learning and still growing with Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. Now, the... The Thunder kind of messed up a little bit because they ended up trading all three of those top players. Because, as you guys know, now James Harden and Russell Westbrook are both on the Rockets. And Kevin Durant went to the Warriors but is now on the but is now on the Brooklyn Nets. So the Thunder kind of messed that up a little bit. But they traded everyone. They traded Westbrook... Uh, Last year, because of rebuild, because they wanted to rebuild their team and just kind of start a new team. So that's the reason that they traded those guys. Well, traded Westbrook. And so Ray Allen this series was, he played all right. He 
He had 14 threes over the seven games, so he averaged two threes per game. Very good. He averaged 12 points, four rebounds, 1.1 steals, 1.3 blocks. So, so Ray Allen did pretty good. Um, he just didn't – he had .7 assists per game, which is not good. But, you know, Ray Allen, one of the best three-point shooters ever. Um, and that clutch three that everyone remembers versus the Spurs one year. But, but then, another fact, Ray Allen actually was – ended up getting traded to the Heat. So you can see the relationship where these players are now with. So – now, Paul Pierce didn't move anywhere. Kevin Garnett didn't move. Well, he might have moved back to the Timberwolves. Not sure. Um, and then Rondo went to the Lakers eventually. So, now these games were close. The games that the Celtics won were pretty close. Two of them were. Because game four when the Celtics won was Heat 91, Celtics 93. Game five was Celtics 94, Heat 90. It's a close game. And then, again, game seven, 88 Celtics. Heat 101, and LeBron had 31 points, 12 rebounds in that game seven. So very good. Um, that was a very good series, probably. I didn't see the series, but I thought it was cool to go back and see what happened when these guys last time played in the Eastern Conference Finals. And so there's only one player on on both of these rosters that is still with the team. Everyone else got traded or retired or something happened to them. And that player is Udonis, I think that's how you say Udonis Hazelum or something like that. And he was, he is with the Heat now. Now he doesn't play a lot of minutes. He's more like that third string guy when your team is up and like for sure going to win. He's one of those guys who play, but he was pretty valuable. And the series I saw, he, he did pretty good on the rebounding end. And so, yeah, so rosters can change over eight years. Over eight years, I mean, none of these guys are still with their team other than him. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and so so I thought that was cool to go back and see what happened the last time. And the Celtics actually, they actually played another Game 7 before this Game 7 versus the Philadelphia 76ers. So that's what I got for that last matchup that they played. Hope you guys liked the podcast, third episode. And next time I make one, we'll know who's in the NBA championship. I'll have my prediction for that. And it's happy to talk to you guys today. Hope you guys like this one and are ready for the next one. <laughs> and see you guys soon. Bye.